Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, you may have seen or heard about it happening to someone. It may even have happened to you. You're following Google Maps to get your destination and it sends you the wrong way down a one-way street or into the middle of a field. Apparently, it's not that uncommon. The motoring journalist Geraldine Herbert joins us now. Afternoon, Geraldine. Good afternoon, Sean. Has it ever happened to you? Um, well, I haven't. Like, I suppose I have had instances with Google Maps that they've actually sent me away where I thought, you know what, there was a quicker route than that. And for some reason, Google Maps works out the quickest way, but not necessarily the best way. But I did have one incident a couple of years ago. I was in the Lake District with the kids and I put in that we were going to a local village or whatever. And it sent me up this incredibly steep mountain. And I remember at the time thinking, geez, there must be a better route than this. And it turned out it was actually the Hard Knot Pass, which is one of the most challenging roads in Britain. And it is, has gradients that are actually steeper than mountains stages of the Tour de France. So you can imagine this in the car with kids in the back, it's supposed to be a shortcut. But anyway, it turned out that it was one of those that you had to go up one side of the mountain to come down, the other side you couldn't turn around. So I suppose that's the only experience I've had that was really not pleasant. Right, okay, because we, like, we, a, a member of the team just today, uh, outside, where, you know, a Marconi house were, were based, it's a one-way street, mm. and a woman was driving up the wrong way up the one-way street and, and uh, came in contact with the taxi had a frank exchange of views at the taxi, uh, um, but did say to the taxi driver, I'm sorry, I was just following Google Maps. So that it's, is it that like they, that it's not updated quickly enough or something? Yeah, I find that extraordinary now because that normally doesn't happen with Google Maps because basically the more people who use Google Maps, the more accurate it is because it's basically just taking location information from all of the users and aggregating data from that. So it is normally quite accurate. You can run into difficulty if, if you know, if that lane became a one-way street just at nine o'clock this morning, it may not be updated that fast, but normally mm. that isn't an issue. So I, I find that one extraordinary. I really do. Yeah, and, and d- does Google Maps know what kind of car you drive? In that if it's a big car, it mightn't be able to fit down a little alleyway. No, and I think that's one of the things that's missing. Now, what you can do on Google Maps is you can specify that you don't want to go on motorways or you don't want to go on tolls, and you can actually put in your engine type. So you can put in for a diesel car, and it might send you, you know, up routes that are more economical for diesel cars. If you have an electric car, it might send you on a route that's better for that. So you can do that, but what I think is, is severely lacking is just to say, my car is this size. So it just won't fit on these narrow country roads. So can you suggest a route that's better? But that's, so that's not a possibility at the moment. Right. OK, so, so but, but, as far as it's concerned, is it sending you on the quickest route or the best route? Yeah, it's the quickest route and that's the problem. So occasionally you'll notice that if you put in where you're going and then you're suddenly on these back roads and you're thinking, OK, I might have made it in 20 minutes, but you know what? I'd have preferred 25 on the motorway because it would have been a less stressful journey or a more pleasant journey or whatever. So, yeah, it does. It really is just looking at the, the shortest because if you notice when you're using it, it's constantly telling you. You know, you can save three minutes if you choose an alternative route. Mm. So it's constantly updating for the fastest route rather than the best. Yeah, but, but, but in fairness to it now, it would know about traffic conditions and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant for that. I use it all the time. You know, no matter where I'm going, I'll put it in just simply because it can tell me if there's a collision up ahead and I need to take a diversion or it'll give me a... a I mean, a very accurate um, estimation of what time I'll get there. So for that, it's brilliant for that. And it means for, for real-time information, there's nothing comes close. Yeah. Now, the, the, and is it built into cars nowadays or newer cars nowadays? Or are people, you know, relying on the phone with that rather judgy woman telling them where to go? 
Well, most cars these days, you can actually just uh, literally mirror your, the screen of your, of your phone onto the car. So you can actually have all your apps and everything on it. But um, Volvo, in the latest Volvos and Polestar, they actually have developed an infotainment system, as it's called, with Google. So you'll actually have, like, it's a Google system that is actually built into the car. So it'll be Google Maps, it'll be Google Play. It's completely um, a Google system. So they're the only car company that I'm aware of that actually have that. But it just shows you how popular it's become. Yeah, and, and probably that's a, that's probably going to be an increasing trend, uh, I, I imagine. Is everywhere mapped? Like, I mean, there was a story about someone who was in Siberia and, and froze to death because I assume Google didn't know it was really cold there. Yeah, that, that's a terrible story because it actually sent it on a disused, they sent this car on a disused um, shortcut and apparently it hadn't been used for years. So you'd wonder about that, but I mean, driving in Siberia, I, I've done it, it's not for the faint-hearted, so maybe they just don't get as many people willing to map, you know, areas of Siberia. But yeah, that, that's a horrible story now. But as I said, it's a rare one because the information was so, you know, dated about the route. Yeah. Uh, one texter says, some people don't know how to change from driving to pedestrian in the Google Map setting. You can walk on the one-way street in the wrong direction. So maybe the driver forgot to change it from pedestrian to driving. Actually, that's... I know someday that happened to just like last week. Uh, um, uh, she thought her route was much longer than it actually was because I'd imagine she was it was at the much, driver. much longer. Yes, because you know, it was put in a thirty-minute yeah. drive and it's a six-hour walk. You think, yeah, there's something wrong there somewhere. Yeah, uh, use Waze W A Z E app. It updates much faster. Never. Are you familiar with that? I haven't used it, but it would be the second most popular to um, to Google. Definitely, it's used a lot in the states. Not sure how much it's used over here, but obviously it is by some people. Right. Okay. Now there, there, there was a story from 2013 where a Belgian woman was trying to get her. Uh, she was trying to get to Brussels, but she went on an eight, a Google Maps center on an eighteen hundred mile detour yeah, through six I mean, countries. You really have to wonder about this. I mean, there's there's relying on technology, and then there's just you know just pure stupid. I mean, if you're if you were going on a journey that should have taken you X number of time, and you're suddenly you know this long on the road, would you surely? And as I, I mean, even the um, even the language on the road signs was changing, and she was still kind of thinking, oh, but you know they sent me on this way, so it must be the right way. So I think there's a there's a case there for just saying. Look, you have to use common sense as well. Uh, Shane says, we live in East Clare. Google Maps loves sending people over the mountain to us uh, on a road that Street View itself uh, hasn't made it over. Yeah, I have a similar situation in the sense that I live off the beaten track. And I, if I give my air code to somebody who hasn't been to my house before, Google would send us along the canal on a really narrow road. And then they get to a stage where it's actually single lane. But of course, you know, in typical Ireland, it, nobody tells you it's single lane. It's kind of local knowledge. So they'll find themselves on it and then meeting another car. And it's a really tricky one to reverse back on. So I have to get them to put in a different landmark so they can actually ensure that it doesn't bring them on that route. So that is a problem, definitely, with uh, Google Maps. OK, and where does Google Maps get its information from? Is it from people using these roads? Well, first of all, the roads are mapped by sending cars out regularly where the whole thing is actually photographed mm. and mapped. And then the information in terms of what's happening at the road at the moment is from users. So the more popular it becomes, the more accurate it becomes. Right. OK, yeah. God, there's a lot of, yeah, I've had to switch off that fastest route setting on Google Maps. And it's sent, uh, sent me on some ridiculously convoluted routes. The other thing I hate about it is when there's a big line of traffic, it sends you and everyone else in the traffic jam, jam down the same back road. Yes, yeah, it's just going to move you're all it. following the same <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bernard says, when I was in Italy on holidays, we were driving from Rome to Naples 
We pulled off the motorway to a small village to get something to eat. When we reset Google Maps, it wanted us to cross the railway track to get back to the motorway. So, very odd. I'm, very glad, odd. I'm sure they didn't. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm saying you have to exercise caution with all of these things. Technology can fail. Yeah. The, the, there's a crossroads near me where multiple car accidents happen, regardless of the fact there's a big stop sign. But on Google Maps, it shows it as a straight through road. And I imagine there's many people who are following Google Maps and just drive straight through that crossroad as the number is the same on either side. Ah. Yep. But there probably is quite a, you know, a, a noticeable stop sign anyway, regardless. So again, you know, you have to be watching the road rather than take your instruction from the road, not from your Google Maps. Yeah, well, as somebody else says, uh, Google Maps should be called Goo Goo Gaga craps because okay. it is crap and it's infantilized the people. A paper map spread across the knees while you steer with your knee, with, across your lap where you steer with your knees is the only job. That is the safer option, obviously, Geraldine. Absolutely, That's the common yeah, sense. definitely I'd advise that. Uh, safer option. Geraldine, thanks a million uh, as ever uh, for talking to us today. It was uh, the motoring journalist, uh, Geraldine Herbert there. Uh, someone says, I got sent in a shortcut through a farmyard because it picked up their unused passage. The farmers were looking out at me having their dinner. It was in Clare. Saved me half an hour, though. And uh, someone did mention this Waze app uh, and uh, apparently will eat your battery, though it's very fast compared to Google Maps. Uh, So that's something to kind of uh, be aware of if you're going to use it. Uh, Google Maps is great crack. When I talk to her in the car, I call her Betty. And more often than not, she sends me on a Betty special. I've ended up on the oddest of roads. There are settings to pick shortest or lightest on traffic, etc., but sometimes Betty still takes over. It's really handy on a country drive, though, where it has a back roads and shortcuts all built in, uh, says Caroline and Betty. Hello to you both. Uh, Sarah says, though, Google Maps is a godsend. I never go anywhere without it, even when I know exactly where I'm going, purely because it can tell me when to change route to avoid a crash. I suppose it can be used for that. But at the same time, you know, as a lot of people are saying, it's, uh, uh, you know, we used to kind of know the route if you lived in a particular area or a city or a town. You'd know the route from A to B and now you can't even remember those things anymore. Uh, use road lords or what three words instead of Google Maps. They're brilliant. What three words is the word what, then the number three and then words. Uh, I haven't heard of any of those. Road lords or what three words. Moncrief. Weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze. On News Talk.